Thanks for listening to Matt McLaughlin History. Become a subscriber to receive exclusive bonus episodes, ad-free listening, early access to all episodes, and special member-only events. Click on the link in the show notes or visit patreon.com forward slash mmhistory. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is the Living History Podcast, broadcasting live across the airwaves. Hello everyone, welcome to a special episode of Living History. We, you may have heard about our World War II cruise we have coming up in August 2020, and part of that program is a fantastic series of lectures and history conference we have on board. And joining me on this special episode is one of the historians who will be coming with us on that cruise. It's Professor Peter Dean. Pete, thanks very much for joining us on Living History. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Now, it's going to be pretty special, this cruise, an opportunity to get up to Papua New Guinea to walk the ground at Milne Bay and Rabaul. Um, but I'm really excited about the history program that we're going to have on board because we've got some brilliant historians talking about the Pacific War. What are you most looking forward to about participating in this voyage? Well, I'm certainly looking forward to that as well. Um, as, a, as an academic, as an historian, a World War II buff, one of the things I've always realised during this job is that the more I know, the more there is to know. So every time I meet another historian or another veteran or another person involved, there's always an extra bit of information to learn. So that's going to be great. But particularly, as you mentioned, I mean, getting there to get onto the ground in Milne Bay. As we know, PNG is still not the most accessible place in the world. This is going to be a fantastic way to get there, to travel there and to enjoy everyone's company. But I think that chance to go to Milne Bay is going to be fantastic. It's so iconic in the Australian experience of the Pacific War. But Rabaul, I think, is just going to be just as important. It's not as well known, but Rabaul, of course, is the key base for the Japanese in the South Pacific. They run their campaign in New Guinea and Guadalcanal out of the Rabaul base. They see that as one campaign, a unified effort. And it's such a key important. The Fortress of Rabaul is just so important to the whole history of the Pacific War in that early period from 1942 through to 1943. One of the historians we have on board is uh, Keiko Tamura, who is uh, obviously going to provide the Japanese perspective. Do you think in Australia that we spend enough time learning about the Japanese motives, the Japanese experience? Is this, is this a gap in our knowledge about the Pacific War? In general, yes, and I think that's probably no different to most other places in the world. We always tend to put our own national experience first um you know I, i've had a book i did recently called macarthur's coalition which is about explaining how the u.s and australian coalition in the theater work together and one of the reasons i wrote that book is i actually feel that the the american side of their participation in new guinea was getting a bit of a short shrift from australian historians they tended to paint the americans as a bit inept and a bit you know incompetent um so that's an important part of the story because it is a coalition effort but of course the Japanese experience is a is a very fascinating experience, and it's very different from the Australian experience. And uh, you know, knowing what happens on the other side of the hill, as they say, being able to understand the motivations of our of our enemy in this particular war, and of course, understanding their experience gives us a greater sense of the totality of war as a human experience. Pete, why do you think it's important that seventy five years down the track, 
we still ask questions about the Second World War. We still want to know about the Pacific War. Why is it important we keep learning so many decades after the fighting stopped? I think this is a this war in particular is um, really important to the Australian national story, also to the way it sets up the whole way we understand the Asia-Pacific region as well. So from us, it's the first time we face a real existential threat in our country since European settlement. That's a, a key, important um, story. And, and we know from the documents in the archives, the Japanese never really planned on invading Australia, but it didn't mean they didn't want to cut us off. They didn't want to isolate us and they didn't want us out of the war. That's exactly what they attempted to do during these campaigns. And this is a period in Australian history where you know we mobilise, we become the most mobilised power of the Allied powers on a per capita basis in the war, more mobilised than the British, more mobilised than the Americans. We put our national heart and soul into this. We also, this is where the federal government starts to take precedence over the states, where we become a sovereign independent nation away from Great Britain. The income tax system is set up for, the, for, the, um, for our nation to run the war effort. And also, by the time we get to the end of the war in 1945, what we've established now is a new international order in the Pacific. And that order basically, based around US power and US dominance in Asia, had kept the region largely peaceful from major war conflict ever since. And now one of the most fascinating things is is we're at a period where that order is under threat and under change. So still 75 years on, the foundations of what this lays to how we understand the world we live in today is crucially important. Given that, the importance of the Pacific and the echoes that, that are still rippling through history, do you think we spend enough time collectively learning about the Pacific War? Because in our conversation before this interview, you were talking about you were at a conference and, and 90% of it was about the war in Europe. Does the Pacific War get overlooked? Should we spend more time looking at the Pacific War? Well, it does. It's, a, it's an interesting campaign both nationally and, of course, um, from the Australian experience, but also internationally. So internationally, as, as you mentioned, I think you could probably, if you stacked every book written on the Second World War up next to each other in the English language, you would have about one third or less on the Pacific War and the other two thirds on the European theatre of operations. That mirrors, of course, the dominance of the Europe first question in the Allied campaign. Um, but of course, that Europe first was a strategic decision made, but it actually didn't really was enacted and followed through in terms of battles, capability, men and resources until um, well into late 1943. Um, and I think it's, it's really much underestimated. From the Australian point of view, of course, um, ANZAC dominates. And, uh, you know, we've lived in the shadow, I have to say, of the, the 100 year anniversary of the First World War. Um, and... The Second World War sits in the shadow of that First World War. And I think one of the other things that makes this difference for Australia, too, is we ended up fighting the Pacific War. 1942 is very prominent in national story and memory. And I would argue the fall of Singapore and Kokoda sits sort of second and third to, to the Gallipoli experience. But what happens after Kokoda seems to be not really embedded into Australian public's memory. And, of course, it's so important to us as a nation, as we said, into the development of our region, and I don't think that gets uh, a, as much recognition as it should. Certainly, a number of years ago, Peter uh, Stanley, the historian, wrote a thing called The Green Hole, that this part of history disappeared into, like the jungle, that it was this big part of jungle that it walked into and was hardly ever seen and viewed. So what we do in 1943, and particularly through to 1945, is really important. But I think it loses a bit of national consciousness too because at the end of the war, we're off fighting in Borneo. We're not fighting at Okinawa or Iwo Jima with the Americans against the Japanese. We're on the Western Front in the First World War, of course. We're there at the main battlefront against the main enemy at the end of the fight. So there's a few reasons it fades from history to compared to others, but when you really think about it, Gallipoli is important to the Anzac legend, 
the Pacific War is even more important to our national story about who we are and our role in this region. Very well said, and I'm looking forward to exploring these topics in greater detail during the cruise. So the cruise is in August 2020. It's selling fast, but there still are cabins available. So if you want information about joining us on the cruise, and I strongly recommend you do to have conversations just like this with Peter and our other great historians, visit our website at battlefields.com.au. But Professor Peter Dean, thank you so much for joining us, and I look forward to more of these discussions on the cruise. Thanks, man. It's a pleasure. Looking forward to it. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.